Hello, I'm Marion Knopp, the online business systemizer at MarionKnopp.com. And today's productivity tip of the day is delegate to done. So when you think about your productivity, you're probably thinking about how you get things done. You got a to-do list. If you don't have one, grab one right now or write one up as we go through this episode because I'm going to help you walk through how to get the things from your to-do list to being done list because you've done it. So really, let me oversimplify this a whole heck of a lot for you. For everything that's on your to-do list, go through it and figure out how it's going to get done. And here are your options, okay? First thing that you could do for that task is you could do it right now. You just do it. If it's a short, little, simple thing, you might want to just do it. Get it off your plate. Done. It's over. Um, A lot of people use the two-minute rule. I like the two-minute rule. Sometimes I cheat. Sometimes it's a five-minute rule. Aye, aye, aye. I probably shouldn't do that. But, you know, if you're cheating and you're doing like a 30-minute rule, you're doing it all wrong, and I don't know how you (laughs) organize your time. So don't do that. But have a small amount of time that you will use to judge whether you're going to do it right away when it's on your to-do list. So that's one way to get it done is to just do it right now. I actually have a recommended podcast episode. You all know I love Sean Croxton and the quote of the day show. And two weeks ago, he had a really, really great quote of the day that's particularly wonderful for uh, getting things done. And it was Art Williams. And the quote was just do it. And and the point is, is that if you want to do something, just do it. Just do it because you can do it. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and link that uh, in the, the show notes for you guys so you can check it out. It's actually uh, an episode that's probably going to be shorter than this one is. It's a six minute long uh, episode, but so good, so worth it and hilarious um, and motivating. So check that out. So you can just do it. That's option one for getting things to done. Uh, option two is you can uh, plan to do it later. But the key word there is to plan to do it. So you're going to get it done. It just might not be right now. So when are you going to do it? Um, I highly recommend scheduling tasks into your calendar. That's a great way to get it done. There's that accountability of the fact that you set aside time in your life to do this thing. And it's in your calendar. And you're not going to schedule anything else on that time block. So you might as well just do the thing that you're going to schedule that, that you scheduled. So you can do it later so you can schedule it. Another thing that you can do if you don't like putting your whole to-do list on your calendar, which honestly I don't do that all the time. I do it for major things that I know like I don't actually want to do. <laughs> so I like make sure I do it by putting it on my calendar. Um, but you can also just have a next actions list or a to-do list of things that you're going to do as they as you have time to do them. You know, maybe you have certain contexts. So maybe there's um, a time where you're doing all of your creative endeavors. You can look at your creative list and be like, oh, I need to write this and I need to film that and I need to record that and outline this. So you could have like a contacts list. There's so many... Um, 
so many ways that you could organize your your next actions list, of course. Uh, we won't go into them here, but the key here is that you could do it later. And you can even do it far, far later. Uh, those of us in the David Allen getting things done world, we call that a someday maybe list. And so we put that off like way in the future. And I check my someday maybe list uh, like every month. Um, you could do it every quarter, you could do it every year, but make sure you eventually check it to see if it's actually something you should probably be doing um, or get, getting rid of it completely, which moves us forward to the third way you can get things done, which is you don't do it. It's not actually something you need to get done. It's just this idea that you had, but it's actually not a good idea and it's not going to help you, and don't do it. <laughs> so uh, this is a really great way to get things done and crossing it off your list is you just don't do it. So think about that. Think about what you actually need to get done and things that you don't necessarily have to get done. That's the third thing. And the fourth thing is that you delegate to done, which is the name of this episode. Delegate to done because this is a, a point that I see a ton of people get stuck on. They look at their to-do list and they look at all the things that they need to get done and they put it all on themselves. They expect themselves to be able to get all of these things done all the time. But when you look at probably the most uh, successful people, the most productive people, and you look at how they get things done, so often you'll find that they are actually not the ones doing it. They're delegating things. They're delegating enough so that the little things they are doing can get done in a grander way. So when you look at uh, the, the big you know, millionaires and billionaires of the world in, the, in business, they're not they're not solo people that are just like doing everything that makes, you know, them super successful. They've got humongous teams. They have corporations. They have people that they are delegating to to get things done. And so when you're thinking about delegating, you often will think of those people and you'll think, well, I'm not there yet, so I definitely can't delegate. But how do you think that they got there? They started small. They started delegating little by little, and then eventually it grew and grew, and then they were able to delegate even more. Delegate so you can do even the, the greater work, and you can get so much more done, um, even if it's just little things. And I want you to start small. I want, I'm sure there is something, no matter who you are, that's on your list that somebody else can be doing on your behalf. Um, so I can give you a few, uh, examples that I see people like starting out with delegation a lot with house, house chores and cleaning and, um, things like that, even if it means delegating to a family member. So, uh, my example for this today is definitely that desk that I told you guys about, uh, at, at our last episode. Do you think I took time out of my day to build a desk? No, I did not. I did not spend time <laughs> on building this desk. It came in all sorts of parts and tools and things, and I did not do that. I delegated that to a family member who 
built it for me and enjoyed it. What was really great about this, and people don't think about the fact that other people might like these things that you don't want to do, they might like doing those things. And so the person that I delegated to loves to build things. And so that is something that you should consider. Uh, I'm an executive assistant. A lot of you know this. I love getting things done. And a lot of the tasks that I get assigned, I absolutely love it. I love when someone lets me play in a calendar. And I absolutely love it when someone asks me to organize, you know, their inbox or, you know, do certain things like travel arrangements. Some of these things that I just said, some of you are like, oh, no way. I would hate, I, I hate booking flights. I hate f trying to figure out where to stay. Um, I just, that, that is a pain for me. But there are people out there crazy people I know who actually enjoy these things. So why not consider delegating these things that you know you have to do, but you don't want to do, and maybe you'll procrastinate on doing, delegate it to somebody who's going to love doing that. And it's going to do a great job because they do it all the time. And they're going to do it so much better than you can anyways. And what does that cost to you you know, it, it's not as much as the the benefits that you're going to get from not doing that task and still getting the result. So I hope I convinced you to try delegation out. Um, let's see if I can come up with a, a few other quick examples. Obviously, I think you all should have an assistant. <laughs> and uh, what you're going to notice here um, here real soon is that I'm going to be changing a little bit of what I'm doing here on the podcast and I've, I've been planning out season three already and what I am doing with my business because I recognize how much I love assisting and how much I want to help other people who love assisting. I want to support the people that support the people because that's what I believe is like the core purpose of life is helping others. And I like doing it in a professional manner. I like doing it as an assistant. So I, I think you should all try it out. If you want to try it out and you have no idea where to start, if you have like a small little project, a great way to try this out is to um, check out like Fiverr. You spend five bucks to get like one task done and you can you can try it out and get that experience. Another great place for one-time projects is Upwork. Um, you, that way, um, that place you can do a little more of a complex projects. Um, you can even go all the way into hiring someone short-term or long-term really too on Upwork. Um, so that's another platform that you can, tr um, where you can try, you know, a virtual assistant. And if you want to go all the way into like getting a long-term um, assistant, you can um, find them through traditional routes like posting job ads on all the job sites. That is certainly possible. 
Um, I happen to love the matching service um, from Profit Factory called Great Assistant. That is a way that you can get matched up with a high quality executive assistant. They actually get tested with their Colby score to make sure they are skilled in what they do and um, make sure they're matched well with you. And it takes out all that work of like posting the job ad and vetting candidates for the top candidates. And then all you have to do is interview the top that they select for you. So I'm a huge fan of them if you ever want to go for a long term. That's great for if you're like, I definitely want an assistant and I want it for the long term. And that's also especially grateful for um, if you would like a generalist more than a specialist. Specialists are great for those short-term projects. You can get them on Fiverr. You can get them on Upwork. Um, you can post jobs all over the place on the internet for him. Um, but if you want a traditional kind of executive assistant that does a little bit of everything, who can manage projects, who can handle your calendar and email, and lots of those administrative tasks that like weigh you down while you really need to be working on creative strategic projects, um, Getting a long-term executive assistant is a really great way to go. So if you have questions about this, of course, reach out to me because you know I'm in this world. And expect me to talk a lot more about assistants in the future um, because I love to help other assistants do an amazing job with their productivity because they're really doing incredible work. And I, wanted, I want them to have the... Um, effortless experience of a very productive workday just like I do every day. It's awesome. So delegate, guys. Delegate. If you know an assistant or have an assistant, tell them about me. I'd love to get to know them. I'm going to be rolling out um, a new program here soon, and I'd love to get some beta testers. So I'm putting it out there. It's now public. I'm going to help assistants. So ready? Set. Done.